Hello, I'm Johnny Moore, and this is the Unhurried Moments podcast, exploring the possibilities we have for a richer engagement with life in moments big and small. Today, I'm going to share my all-time favourite moment from 20 years of watching improv performances. This was an amateur production here where I live in Cambridge, and I forget every detail of this show except for this one moment, where two actors are on stage. They've reached some point in the story where they're sitting together and one is looking in a book. It's an imaginary book, but he manages to convey the action of riffling its pages. And he notices that his scene partner has a reaction to this riffling and he says to him, oh, you like that, don't you? And the other actor can't quite contain a laugh. And then the audience laughs too, because it's like the fourth wall has been slightly broken in that moment. And then the first actor says, I'll do it again. And he does it again. And the second actor laughs a little bit more. And then so do we in the audience. If you showed a script describing this moment in the scene, it wouldn't be that funny. Yet there was something quite delicious about that moment. It had a frisson. Uh, and that's a word I guess I'd like to use more often. My friend Rob Poynton says that when we laugh at really good improv, it's not because the script is funny, but because something deeply satisfying is happening. I think that something is seeing human beings connecting spontaneously. They're acting, but you sense that they're also connecting from inside themselves. Or to quote the theatre guru Sanford Meisner, acting is living truthfully in imaginary circumstances. And I think in our highly stimulated, busy and pressured world, we might easily miss a lot of these opportunities for tiny moments of real connection that might be much more satisfying than the grander goals we set for ourselves, and even more so for the grand goals that others are busily setting for us. I have a feeling that if we nurture more of these moments, we might get more results than from a lot of rather technocratic management processes. One of my favourite writers, Richard Farson, once did a survey asking people what were the moments where they felt a positive shift in their relationship with their parents. Then he repeated it for people's relationship with their managers at work. And in both cases, all the stories were of exceptions, like my father, in his coat and tie, sat on the ground with me and ate those dirty baked potatoes I'd cooked in the backyard. Or once, when I was drinking after hours with the manager at the restaurant where I worked, he said the only reason he'd hired me was to piss someone off, but I'd turned out to be one of the best waiters they'd ever had. Farson suggests that none of these stories comply with training manuals. People remembered acts that had a spontaneous, even accidental quality, sometimes breaking all the rules. He comments that not once did any of my respondents cite an episode that could have been learned in a management skills training programme. In fact, most recalled behaviour that would hardly be thought of as an approved management technique. For example, teasing, losing control emotionally, job hunting with an employee. He says they tended to be moments that revealed something of parents or managers' humanity. What mattered was spontaneity, genuineness, caring, but not the practice of a skill or technique.
Thanks for listening. You can find out more at the website unhurried.org and please join me again soon.